Hi, I'm Peter Hostrasser, and I'm here with my son, Hank Hostrasser. And we're going to talk about what? Cars. Father-son car chats. Podcast starts now. What does that sound like? Turn signal. (laughs) They used to. I don't know. They have different sounds now, don't they? Yeah. Like some of them you can barely hear and some of them are like really loud. Like BMWs are like super loud. Mm-hmm. It's probably um, to remind people to actually use them. Ooh, or turn them off. Yeah. All right. So we're going to be talking about what today? Uh, taillights. Taillights, turn signals. turn signals. And wait, what's the podcast we're on? Father-son car chats. Good, good. Yes, you remembered. <laughs> All right, so let's. Um, we had a conversation on the way to grabbing some pizza this evening, and uh, Hank, you brought up two different kind of rules and laws and stuff. What what are they? Well, let's start with where Europe or the United States. Uh, we'll start with Europe. Um, so they have different laws. Yeah, they have certain regulations where um, regarding like turn signals and tail lights. So, you have to have um, <clears throat> you have to have the actual tail light and the brake light be a separate light than the turn signal. So you you can't have like the all red. They have to is it orange? Is does it have to be orange? Can it be yellow or do you know? Yeah, it has to be like an amber kind of orangey yellow color. Okay. Um, and it has to be separate from the uh, main light. Now that I think about this, do most European cars have that here, like in the United States, even yeah. if they're built here? Even just looking around, I noticed a lot of well, Japanese cars and uh, European cars. Is this a rule in Asia too, or do you know? Uh, I'm guessing, yeah. Um, a lot of Hondas had it. Um, a lot of uh, older Japanese cars. Um, obviously here in the United States, it's not enforced, so right. not all the cars, especially like newer European cars, a lot of them are made here. Like right. Toyota has like three factories in the United States Yeah. and they don't really have to abide by those laws because all the cars are going to be sold and used here. What about, um, that was my little turn signal. Uh, what about the third brake light? Do they have to have that in Europe or no? I'm not entirely sure. I think sure, they do. I remember when they sure. added it here. Yeah. Well, yeah. So, I, I think it's pretty much mandatory. Um, I don't, it's not really a big issue, especially in Europe. Um, here, it's probably more important to have it because they don't have laws like that enforcing um, separate turn signals. Right. So, so well, we're going to get into that in just a minute. But we want to take this break uh, and give you a message about changing out your airbags if they still need to be changed out because we did it, right? Yeah. So we'll be back right after this message. All right, that's important. You get that checked out. So, all right, we're back on uh, rear lights and yeah. different things. Now, you mentioned, though, something that was interesting. You said that there were a lot of Hondas and different things like that. But we have a pilot that is all one light, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Um, I don't ever remember him not being all one light, but I'm not sure. Yeah. And I think uh, a lot of sedans I've even seen them on. Um, I mean, 
Yeah, a lot of... I'm actually surprised that Honda did it like that for the pilot because um, their Accords from that era mm-hmm. and the Odysseys all had it. Um, but I, I don't know if there was a variation. I don't even know if they made the pilot in Japan. So um, I think it just depends on what market the car is for. So it's interesting that... Um, I know I've changed out a lot of taillights, right? So... Mm-hmm. Um, it's interesting because the um, the lamps that you put in, like the pilot, are just like it's it's in a red shell, so you just get a light, right? Mm-hmm. Or, um, but I've seen like where you can get an amber light or a yeah. red light to put into a clear shell mm-hmm. for that. So there's just kind of interesting different variations on um, you know rear lights and turn signals and stuff. And now they're starting to put turn signals on. Um, the rear view mirrors and such and on the side yeah. and all that. Mm-hmm. Is that regulation now or do you know? Uh, I'm not entirely sure, but yeah. I don't think it is considering that you don't really see that stuff on low-end cars. So I think it's more of a high-end thing. What car has very distinctive back rear lights on it that um, you know, like that came to your mind right then? Uh, probably like a Subaru BRZ. Does it really? I don't even know. I think Corvette. Yeah. A Corvette, yeah, that, that's a definitely. Anything with two circles, like a R34 GTR, any GTR. Yeah. Those are pretty distinctive. Um, so when you see like a Ferraris, though, they have circles too, right? Yeah, usually. they usually have a singular circle, though. Yeah, but then they have the amber light, the turn signal on the inside of it, right? Mm-hmm. Mm. Well, it depends on the Ferrari. Some, yeah. of them, some of them have it in different places. They do it a lot it varies a lot depending on the car so the interesting things about turn signals and stops and uh like uh stop the lights and everything so one of the one of the biggest pet peeves i have about the third stoplight Mm -hmm. the one that's up is the one um on i don't know what years the hyundai made it but it would blink uh-huh. Every time you hit the, you have you seen that one? I have not. So I think it's on like a Sonata or whatever, and every time they hit a brake, it blinks at you. Uh-huh. So if somebody's like in stop and go traffic or whatever, which we have a lot of around here in Chicago. Yeah. Um. Yes, it would just blink, 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 and it would just annoy me. Mm-hmm. I don't like that. I don't yeah. know. Um, what other kind of turn signals have you seen that are interesting? Like as they're turning the turn signal. Um. Well, a lot of, like, the um, ones that, like, the Mustang ones that yeah. are, like, they... They're kind of arrow, like... Yeah. Audi does it, too, with yeah. the new ones, like, it's a light It's like a stripe lit, lit though. That's mm-hmm. weird. Yeah, and there's a lot of aftermarket taillights that do it, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't so. know. I think it's kind of unnecessary. I don't know. Yeah, it's cool, though. And, yeah. I mean, if you're getting a higher-end car like that, especially, like, an Audi, it's kind of a cool feature. Right. So we can pop to the front lights now. Yeah. If you want, because I have an Acura TLX and a lot of the Acura they have that jewel light on it. Mm-hmm. Um but before that it was an Audi who put the tubing, the light tubing, the running lights on. Yeah. Were they the first one to do that? I I'm think not they sure. were. Sure. I know Mercedes is the first car company to do a lot of things like Well, they did the logo. They have their logo actually outlined. Yeah. Well, um, yeah, I guess. I don't know. I know that's pretty common now with the um, LED lights. They just have strips of them. Mm-hmm. 
even just as normal headlights. And they really, like, a lot of them, though, are just for, like, it looks cool, they're running lights or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but it's interesting to me, though, you know, like, in this day and age, like, the everybody's trying to, you know, conserve energy or whatever. Like, you would think that would, like, just burn on your battery or something. I don't know. Yeah, I guess. They're pretty low power, though. Yeah. So I don't think it's that much of an issue. Um, in my day, it was flip-up lights. Yeah, yeah flip-up so. lights. I like those. And even the the coolest one I always thought were um, the Fer- uh, not the Ferrari, the Corvette, because mm-hmm. the light was upside down, facing backwards, uh-huh. and then it would flip all the way around like a one eighty. Yeah. And that was I'm I'm sure that was very heavy. I'm sure that was very costly if it broke. Um, but it was cool because you, well, you know, when the light was all the way down and all the way up, you, it was, it was just pretty cool. I don't know, it just flipped all the way around. Yeah, I think those sadly died out though, due to just, I mean, it's so much more mechanical stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, and it's such a necessary thing. Headlights, if those break, which they're gonna have, like, a higher chance to break than just a normal headlight. Yeah. Um. Then I mean, you're not gonna have headlights. Plus, the turn signals, everything need to be in separate housing. Right. And so that could cost more. Um, so on my Prelude, it was kind of nice because I had a 1990 Prelude. Um, and it when you, when the headlamp came up, it was actually a standard lamp in the housing. Mm-hmm. And I remember going in and changing those out. So you mm-hmm. could just go to any like AutoZone or anything and just grab the actual headlamp and the whole casing and everything. And it was glass and everything, which you rarely see these days. Um, but even in a couple of the other vehicles, um, I could not change the headlamp on the, on the Acura. I think yeah. I'd have to get a whole housing, and I'm sure it would be very costly. I haven't even looked it up. But um, in the Pilot, I can still get the lamp out and then change the lamp. I did that mm-hmm. in BMW uh, as well. They weren't the ring lights. We I had a 3 Series. Um, but you get into the 5 Series, they had the ring lights on them and everything. So. Yeah, and when people are starting to use LED lights, they have such a longer lifespan. Mm-hmm. Like, it's it's a lot cheaper, a lot more convenient just to use those. One of the first changes that I've ever, I saw in a headlight was the 300Z. Mm-hmm. And they the early ones had just one, like, almost, it was almost like a flashlight, and mm-hmm. it was like a beam. Yeah. And there was one on each side, very small. Um, those were in my in my recollection the first ones to actually really change up headlights. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, this was probably back in the '90s, um, around that time. So, but what are your uh, what are your what are your favorite headlamps? Um, oh gosh, uh, I don't know. Uh, that's hard. I mean, I like the way. Um, like Lamborghini has theirs. Um, yeah. But everything has it now, you know, where they have the piping around it with the regular light on it. Um, I like the old um, Diablo headlights, not mm-hmm. the flip-up ones, but yeah. the uh, newer ones that were also in the uh, 300 ZXs. Yeah, it's the same light housing, wasn't it, almost? Uh, almost. Yeah. It looked virtually the same. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it was the same actual cool. housing, but those always have looked kind of cool. Just the whole style, kind of like a pop-up headlight, but not. Yeah. Um, I've always liked those. Obviously, pop-up headlights, uh, I like those a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, cool, cool. Yeah. Well, that's going to wrap it up for this 
father-son car chats. Yeah, so uh, if you want to check us out, you can check us out on Instagram and or uh, Facebook at... Father-son car chats. Nice. Uh, give us a like. Uh, take a look at some of the pics. Uh, we're always out checking out some things. Um, but until then, keep your lights on. Even yeah. when it when it's not raining. Well, it's staying lighter later yes. and later now. So. so we are now into the springtime. But we'll talk to you all later. Thank you so much. Keep your pedal to the metal. And thanks for listening.